Welcome, and thank you to everybody tuning in to the Nutrition Plug. It's a podcast providing listeners a gateway to food literacy and an open discussion on the cultural influence of nutrition as it relates to health and wellness. I'm your host, Dylan Johnson, a.k.a. DJ, and I'm blessed to be in the company of our co-host for the series, my brother, Taylor Benjamin, a.k.a. Coach T. What's happening? So, this is our third episode of the series. And before we jump into it, we just want to send a huge shout out and an even bigger thank you to everyone that's tuned in, commented, shared, and just shown love by plugging our last two episodes. <laughs> we're grateful for the reception we've had. And I'm sure I speak for the both of us when I say we're more motivated than ever to continue talking this shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> we might be the hosts, but the reality is y'all are the real MVPs. And we need you to inspire us. So thanks for listening. And due to the feedback that the Nutrition Plugs received, we've decided that we'll be releasing new content every second Sunday at 9 p.m. So tune in. Mark it in your calendar. In this episode, we introduce listeners to the concept of energy balance and discuss how it could be the single most important variable affecting your livelihood. Today, we'll continue laying the nutritional foundation for listeners and explain the basic formula everyone should know to ensure survival and a healthy life. By building on our last discussion, we want to place emphasis on the importance of understanding how the energy we can consume in the form of food dictates not only our physical weight, but also our livelihood. That's it. So last time, we discussed some of the superficial factors that often cloud our judgment or draw us away from eating what's best for us as individuals. And we came to the conclusion that good food is really that which satisfies all of our body's nutritional requirements, helping us thrive physically and psychologically. Yes. I'd say though, T, now we need to give our listeners a method or an approach to consider when building on that foundation. Exactly. We mentioned that we must eat what's best for us. And what's best for us must fall under certain criteria. The most important prerequisite of that criteria being survival. Mm. However, we never got around to explaining how food dictates survival and overall health. Therefore, I believe this might be the perfect opportunity to define the term energy balance as it relates directly to our immediate survival. Immediate survival is in no way sensationalism. You see, whenever we eat food, there are numerous chemical interactions that take place within the body, many of which require no conscious awareness to take place. And without getting too deep into the jargon and specifics, most of us know or are aware that our bodies are made up of cells, which build tissues that in turn build organs that make up the system that is the human body. Shout out to uh, grade nine science class over here. And this is proof <laughs> that I made it to grade nine. <laughs> Our body system needs energy, somewhat similarly to how a car uses fuel. Yo, I like that analogy, man. Thank you. Now, 
although there are many systems within a car, your power windows and radio system that work off of the energy provided by your car battery, for example, none of these can properly function if your gas tank is empty. In a car, the alternator is what charges the battery and powers the electrical system when the engine is running. And the engine can't run unless you have fuel, except for you Tesla owners. Then I'm not sure if this analogy makes sense. I mean, I don't really know how Teslas operate, but they could run off the tears of General Motors CEOs. (laughs) Nice one, G. In the case of human survival, the system, or your body, needs a requisite amount of energy. In the case of the enlightened, this means more than just survival. Rather, particular amounts of energy to promote overall health and well-being. Exactly. This energy or fuel that DJ is referring to catalyzes or sparks chemical reactions in the human body that we refer to as our metabolism. That's the trigger word that nobody can really define. (laughs) And in turn promotes healthy functioning organs and tissues. The same way when you turn the key, fuel, well, actually spark plugs in a car, spark the combustion process that allows the car to move that eventually allows you to drive. In other words, for humans, this energy that you consume in the form of food, of course, triggers internal chemical reactions that prevent your immediate demise. And when consumed in specific amounts, this energy from food again can also promote optimal physiological and psychological health. Or in layman's terms, improved body composition, better thoughts, and not dying. (laughs) Good one. Uh, I think it's important to note, yes, we do need a certain amount of energy in the form of food if we're to stay alive. Mm -hmm. But unlike cars, humans have different inputs that ultimately give us different experiences. Good point. Energy input allows us to perform activities of daily life or physical tasks to any degree. From sleeping to fucking, none of this is possible without food. Sleeping and fucking are some pretty important tasks. I've heard. And if you want to do those well, it's probably a good idea to consume good food. Now, everybody who's wondering what constitutes good food, we'll just refer you back to our second episode where we discuss good food and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just check out the podcast, damn. (laughs) Now... The combined value of the food and drink that you consume is what we call energy in. And everything else that we do physically, consciously, and otherwise is energy out. So that'd be eating, digestion, walking, exercise, if any, and everything else that you do. These units, or the units used to express the value of energy in and energy out, are both measured in calories. Energy balances the difference between your energy input and your energy output. Your energy input is achieved through the consumption of calories from food and drink, whereas your energy output is the amount of calories you burn each day through a combination of the various tasks that DJ mentioned earlier. And so just quickly summarize here, energy in equals food and drink, Mm -hmm. while energy out equals everything else that your body does. So that's rest, basic activity, and exercise. All of the above measured in calories. That's it. So if you're trying to change your physique, the math is pretty simple. One pound of body weight equals 3,500 calories. Remember, we get calories from food. Meaning, to lose one pound of body weight over the span of, I don't know, a week, you need to reduce your calorie consumption, aka the amount of food you eat, by 3,500 calories. 
or ensure that your combined activities create a deficit of 3,500 calories. Regardless of how you do it, technically speaking, to lose one pound, it would take an average of 500 less calories per day for seven days, either through eating less, doing more, or a combination of both. And you see, to put on mass, the converse is also true. One pound of body weight, still 3,500 calories. So to gain a pound over the course of seven days, you'd need an average of 500 additional calories to make up that mass. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to make clear is this. Calories are the units of measuring metabolic energy. And that's the energy that fuels metabolic processes. And if you take in just enough and no more, you'll be able to maintain your body weight. Now, does this mean that you are guaranteed to put on one pound of lean muscle mass as long as you hit your caloric target? Not exactly. Very important to note. See, caloric deficit on its own is not a healthy standard. I think it's so crucial to understand how different types of diets, while maybe effective at ensuring caloric deficit, could also have very negative effects on your metabolism. We may have mentioned in our last podcast, but we might want to reiterate here, and that is, no one is built the same. Therefore, everyone will have different caloric needs according to their own metrics, genetics, among other factors. This just means that everyone has different requirements. Rather, a specific number of calories that they must consume each day in their respective diets according to their body. And just to touch on diet further, truth is that Thanks to pop culture, the word diet now carries a negative connotation and is now synonymous with caloric deficit or eating less food. The word diet simply refers to the types of foods an organism habitually eats or eats on the regular. I feel that it's time to move away from the assumption that the word diet indicates eating less. The type of gains or changes you experience is dependent on the food you consume. I think we all have met or at least heard of someone that's always on a diet, but also never reaches the goal. All the time. If you want to alter your weight, one must take heed to their energy balance. However, in terms of actual body composition or what you look like naked, hmm. we need to talk about macronutrients, the internal factors and the external factors that will affect your metabolism. All right, T. I'd say that we have to discuss precautions that people should be aware of when considering adopting a new diet or nutrition plan, specifically with the aim of weight loss. But I think we should make that the next episode, Meiji. That's perfect. I think what we want people to walk away knowing today is that understanding energy balance is crucial in regards to weight management, but it's not the end all. Right. Understanding caloric value in food and in activity is important. Mm -hmm. Also understanding that everyone has their own specific caloric requirement is very important. Yes. So, look, having gone pretty in-depth for one day, I'd say it's going to be best to just let the listeners soak it all in. Mm -hmm. And I think that'll give us a great springboard to start discussing macronutrients in a more meaningful way. For sure. So be sure to tune in to our next episode two weeks from now where we'll be discussing macronutrients. Thank you all for listening. Peace. The real question is What's real? Try your ex to diagnose What's real? People all around you got to recognize them